When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin, and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Newport shall not pass. The cobblers are up to third. Let's go! Brain again. And he's got it! Gavin was closing in. Oh, Gavin has scored! Abdul Osman against Brad Jones to put Liverpool out of the cup and not that to three! Yeah! Go! Hello and welcome to It's All Cobblers to Me. I'm obviously not Charles. I'm today's supply teacher, Danny, and this week you've got me as host, so all kinds of things could be about to go wrong. Here to help me through it are Neil and Jeffy. How are you both? Splendid, Danny. This is like a... Splendid. This is, you know what happens when a supply teacher's in, so I'm I'm excited. Yeah. I've already had to bat away a few uh, paper aeroplanes <laughs> yep. from yeah. Jeffy. Yeah. I'm quite concerned that it says here to help, because... <laughs> What the listeners won't know is that before Danny pressed record, me and Neil were the only people that could be heard. And we were quite concerned because we'd self-labeled ourselves as the naughty children (laughs) in this kind of supply teacher instant here. And we were a bit like, if it's left to us, it would just descend into chaos. It'd be carnage. I've got my eyes on the Bunsen burners. (laughs) (laughs) Put Put it down. Put it away. I once nearly died in a in a science experiment Bunsen burner incident when I was in year six. Uh, oh, set fire to myself, which wow. was quite. Right, let's sit back. How how did that happen? <laughs> this, this is what this is the content we want. Jeffrey. So basically, right. the the science teacher gave us a piece of metal to burn, and I just burned it a bit too much, and it set fire to me and my clothing and the floor. 
But my science teacher was quite distressed about her science floor. And I was like, um, my trousers are on fire and you're more worried about the science lab floor. But crack on. But it was fine. I put myself out. The stop, drop and roll thing was great. Stop, drop and roll. How bad was it? In the classroom. Yeah. It wasn't actually that bad. I'm over-exaggerating massively. As you can probably tell, but I did set fire to myself. That was an actual story. All right. Speaking of things that are on fire, hey. Hey, did you see Good us? Good link. Well done. Yeah. Are oh, you talking What's about the cobblers? Yes. Oh. Yeah, we're flickering into life. Flickering. Good word into flickering. Yeah. yeah, like that. I don't. Yeah, I don't think we need to talk about the forest vegan rovers too much, do we? At the weekend, because I don't. I didn't see it. I don't think you saw it, Neil. Did you? No, no, I didn't. I didn't. And I... Jeffy, you watched it, but you weren't enamoured by it. So no, I wasn't enamoured. Can I just point out that um, there's a cracking pub at the top of the hill. Uh, if you are not able to get a pint because anyone that is not a, a Forest Green fan can't get a pint. So just go right to the top of the hill. Great pub. The I Richard, had a meat the platter. Oh. You, you had a meat. <laughs> meat I had meat. <laughs> you had meat. That's just throwing it in their face, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> it was great. I, I'm here on my hill eating my meat. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, yeah, that, I mean, that's that's a day, different conversation as well. Just be wary where, where you go with that, Danny, all right? Yeah, yeah, that's. But I mean, anyway. it was it wasn't it wasn't anything to write home about, and we did lose. So, but we'll crack on and carry on about Newport. Yeah, they're going to be moving to their wooden stadium soon, aren't they? Yeah, and, uh, isn't it made speed. of bamboo? Or have I made that up? Is I think that the, the kit's kit? made of bamboo? Yeah. The, the, I don't I'm not sure a stadium is. would be able to hold <laughs> people in it if it was made of bamboo, Jeffy. <laughs> Starting to think that was a bit of a stupid it's, thing uh, to say. No, no, no. It's, no, no. Is it made of wood? Made of wood. <laughs> okay. Blackpool. Do you remember Blackpool? They, their stand that they had behind the goal that was quite far behind the goal was was wooden, oh, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that that felt dodgy, didn't it? Yeah, it did. It felt really dumb. And Burnley, was it? Burnley originally, they, they must have sorted it out now, but back when we were there in must have been in the 90s was it um mm. the seats were wooden and stuff weren't they yeah. i thought there'd be a fire issue with having a wooden ground well there was i think that's a whole issue with bradford wasn't there? yeah well exactly yeah fire and stuff and so i think after that everything went but fire screen to just building a whole stadium made of wood so i'm sure there's some sort of safety measures in place well you'd hope but so anyway let's move on we don't want to talk about that do we let's talk about the majestic victory last night, shall we? This is, we're recording on Wednesday. So, 1-0. Again, George Graham would be absolutely <laughs> jumping through hoops. He would be. In delight he would at be this result. throbbing right now. <laughs> he probably still is. He probably yeah, is. If you watch that. I like that I'm you, sure he tuned in. I like that you described our victory as majestic. It was not, a majestic defensive display. <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure there was anything majestic about it. <laughs> not to take anything away from it. It was a great three points. And they showed some real metal, didn't they? Um, mm. But I'm not sure it was majestic, Danny. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was majestic in terms of John Guthrie and his oh. balls of steel. Oh, he thwacked that, didn't He's, he? Oh, he thwacked it. He defended it. He stopped it. Did everything. I liked his interview. Him. He said there was no chance I was going to be coming off. Oh, yeah, because he had that knock, didn't yeah. he? Knock knee. Knock knee. Knocked his knees. <laughs> knock knee, Robin. <laughs> he did. Um, we were a bit concerned. I think it's, um, I think I said on the Slack that you start to know how important your defence is or any part of the team is when one of them goes down and you start to panic. And I think that's definitely the case in yeah. terms of Horsfall and Guthrie. You just, one of them gets out, goes out. It ruins a lot of what we are at the minute. So 
Did you did you see Jeffy? I assume you've probably been watching this moment on a loop for the last twenty four hours. Kyoki, or however you pronounce his name, when he he knocked it around the defender, great bit of skill, lovely. I think it even drew a strange noise from Jake Sharp. Oh, it was. As you said said earlier, majestic. That was majestic. Oh, that was majestic. But I actually was just overjoyed with life at that moment. (laughs) Things do not get better. (laughs) Personal highlight. Because actually, I think he had a fairly solid game, but he didn't light the world up, did he? So no, I, I liked it because he's he's definitely got talent going forward, hasn't he? And he's got a little bit about him. But actually, there was a there was a bit. Uh, I think we commented on a, in our WhatsApp group. Um, it must have been in the second half when he did a great tackle and and then a brilliant block, like almost instantly straight after it. So he showed the defensive side is there as well, which was great. I thought. No, I, I like him. I, I I don't know what it is about him. <laughs> you don't, do you? <laughs> but it, it's he's not just, let it be known yet. <laughs> he's just got this like quality about him, and he's just he's just one of those players that I think will put literally put his body on the line and and, and do anything he can. But I think mo- a lot of them are like that. I'm I'm growing to to buy into this kind of way that the club is creating this atmosphere with the players because they they are quite endearing aren't they and I especially last night I think they came across quite well and they came across like they really cared and all right it was backs against the wall for basically like 400 hours but they seemed quite passionate about it and and it's that analogy isn't it that Colin Calderwood and Rico and Brady were talking about in that that you know you've got to have fire in your belly and not let these people score which largely we've done this year I don't think we're scoring enough but I think largely we are defending really well and we have a good um like a, a really solid foundation working from the back but I think it's just a case of moving that forward and, and you know ironing out the things that aren't going as well but I don't think with any alarm bells are ringing I'm quite I'm quite happy so, yeah, yeah. I think you touched on something there with the likes of Guthrie and stuff. Obviously, we've gone into this season with nobody really that we know that we can connect with, and it's t- it's going to take a long time to actually get some sort of connection with this team. But performances like that w- really stick with you, especially with the what was one hundred and sixty something fans that travel down to Newport. You get that connection straight away with that kind of thing, don't you? If, if everyone's behind the ball, everyone defends for their lives, and you come out with three points. Okay, it's a pretty decent League Two team. They, they got the playoff final last season, didn't they? Good, good manager. Um, you start to earn that connection with pe- with people, with players, and to get it this early, it's pretty impressive. And yeah, yeah, I think I think you're right as well. They have actually earned it, and that's the difference, mm. isn't it? I think. Look, I know that Keith Girl did some great things with us. He also didn't do did do some not so great things. And I think actually looking back, one of the things that he was so desperate to do was to get us on board to like these players and tell us about how good they these players were in the changing rooms. Well, the Brady Bunch haven't had to do that because I think it's been automatic and it's been natural, hasn't it? And that's the difference, I think. I think we've bought into them here this year much quicker because they're actually endearing themselves just by being themselves and they're not, it's not forced. Like for example, I know we're not going to talk about it much, but at Forest Green, the Forest Green fans were giving Danny Rose a right earful. So we gave it a load back and made everybody laugh. Well, we love stuff like that as football fans. We come as like a little tribe, don't we? 
So when Danny Rose started goading their fans back, it's just a great moment because that's what football fans do. And we didn't, I know we were disconnected because we weren't there, but we didn't see enough of that kind of stuff last year. We weren't endeared to them like we are endeared to them so far. I mean, this could backfire and go wrong. We all know that. We've sat here for, what, 60, 70 years combined, the three of us. And it could go wrong, but, you know, we embrace it while it happens, right? Mm. Neil, do you, Hi. are you still are you still worried that not scoring goals is going to put a load of pressure on that back four? Yeah, I mean, it, it, absolutely, it already is, isn't it? Like, I mean, the, the defense looks looks great, and is it five clean sheets out of seven? You can't mm. you can't knock that. That's brilliant. Um, essentially, from what is a new defense as well, really. Um, mm-hmm. So, on that basis, it's it's brilliant. I think the, the defensive side of things is great. You can't rely on it constantly, though. The, the pressure will, mm-hmm. at some point, get too much and it will break. And um, you know, at some point, we'll probably take a hammer in if we don't start scoring goals to to relieve the bit of a like we can't go into every game like the game against Newport and. You know, and Newport didn't really. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Because they, it felt like they had, especially in the second half, it felt like they had a lot of pressure, but didn't really create a massive amount. But there was a period where the ball just kept coming back, and it kept coming back, and it kept coming back. I think everyone on Twitter, and I know we were saying, look, you need to make a couple of changes here. Uh, and eventually, when um, Etete came on, I thought Etete, when he came on, did a brilliant job of holding the ball up and given as a bit of an outlet, which relieved some of the pressure. So I think, you know, like Jeffy said earlier, there is a there is something to solve going forward and we do need to to score more goals. And I think probably what we need to do is create more chances, actually. Um, mm. But the base of a brilliant defence is a bloody good base to have to, 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 to work mm. forwards from, isn't it? Like, I think, mm. I think it may be that in the past we've had a shoddy attack and a shoddy defence, which is a which is not a great game plan. Um, and sometimes we've had all three. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, oh, midfield yeah. as well. Yeah, midfield as well. So um, I think that it's good and it, it helps. I think it's easier to solve that problem if you're yeah, if you've yeah, got uh, a settled and solid defence that's performing well. Let's be honest; they're getting those results at the moment. Um, it's still early days, right? You know, it's still we're not even at the ten game mark yet. So. Um, yeah, some stuff to solve, but I think it's got, you've got to look at it in the positive side of things. I saw a few comments on Twitter of saying, oh, a terrible performance, got away with that or whatever and stuff. Yeah, maybe it wasn't the greatest performance from a spectator point of view, um, but we won, we got three points. And how many times across the last few years of in those games we've capitulated and would have ended up losing 2-3-1 or, or whatever, mm. um, or even, you know, even drawing but conceding in the 78th minute of injury time or however many it was um so i think it's a positive i think you can only look at it in a positive light really i think so too i think the 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 other thing not necessarily psychologically but in terms of um a change in the situation and the circumstance for example like that game should have been what the second second saturday something like that um, and we d- didn't play it. Now, had we have played on the second Saturday in the season at Newport away, we'd probably taken six, seven hundred, maybe even more than that. Um, and it would have probably been a a better footballing, uh, what's the word, like and a more attractive football day out, right? But but it just happened so that it, it was a cold, miserable September night, right? And everyone's at work and they've not travelled down to Newport, which, by the way, you know, life comes first doesn't it and I think again for players to get those kinds of results on those difficult evenings because that's not an easy place to go to you know Newport are going to be up there 
Um, and we've come off the back of, of Forest Green, which was a tough game. And actually, Forest Green probably did edge it, but we could have got something and we were at least competitive. So if we've picked up that result and if we've got Swindon this week as well, if you get six out of those nine points, you're going in the right direction because all three of us are going to be up there somewhere. We might not be up, you know, higher than, you know, ninth, eighth, something like that, but we'll be up there somewhere. And I think that's really important to have got this game sealed because it's on paper. It doesn't look like a particularly tricky game at this time of the season, but that in terms of when the fixture falls, that was hard work last night and well-earned. Like Neil said, you know, we worked hard for it. Defence did. I think um, I think actually the Newport fans probably worked to our advantage a little bit because um, they were quite raucous, weren't they? Um, they were. They absolutely were. They were a bit um, bit happy. Yeah, they, and you know they were getting wound up, and they were you know getting wound up by by us. I think it played into our hands a little bit. I think it helped, and it helped. Yeah, I think the lack the the lack of referee control from minute one also helped the the crowd and the atmosphere because he had no control from the minute it kicked off, did he? No, I mean we get used to that, right? right? <laughs> Most pretty much yeah, every absolutely. game, really. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It felt a lot like a cup tie from the first like, 10 minutes, didn't it? It felt like we were going down there as like a championship team from the atmosphere. I mean, and they mm. were a League Two team. It, it yeah. felt like it. I was shocked by it because I'm just not used to it in League Two. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Do you yeah, know yeah. where you are? Do you know, like, Quiet down. Do you know what, <laughs> you know what this is? Yeah, calm down. <laughs> Behave yourselves. You do realise we're just as bad as you, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like we're not some sort of big fish that have got a um, giant killing, but you can kind of tell how they've got these giant killings in the in the yeah. cup in the last few years. You can. It's a tight stadium. It's a like you say a raucous atmosphere. But I think we did well to calm them down after about twenty minutes or so. They calmed down a bit, didn't they? And mm. we got into it. I was nervous after the after the in the first you were concerned i remember oh, yeah. Just, oh, yeah. you were concerned. <laughs> I was like, oh god i was like oh, i don't like it shaky. i think it was what you said no. yeah i did yeah, i don't like this this smacks like, this smacks of an absolute thrashing i think <laughs> it, did, yeah. it was it was like you know you, you know when you're going up a roller coaster you can you're just about to see where you're going to drop and you can't get off that's what i felt like <laughs> but uh, oh god but I yeah think, I, overcame I, it and, yeah i think mcwaza yeah. in particular did well to stay on the pitch for 90 minutes, contain himself and really get stuck into that match because that's the kind of match that you really need him. That helped. Mm. You mentioned it a little bit earlier, Neil, and we've got to mention it. Jake Sharp. <laughs> we, were just, we, were, we were just about to break through. We almost made a last-ditch pass. That was it. Like, that was it. Yeah. One-on-one, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, Neil, can you do a little um, impersonation of Jake Sharp's noise for us on commentary? I'm sure you won't mind. <sighs> <laughs> Spot on. <laughs> Brilliant. He's having, I don't know what Tim was doing at that time, but the noise suggested some stuff was going on. <laughs> I can imagine Tim dropped his cup of tea. Yeah. Um, speaking of raucous as well, John Brady got booked. Oh, oh that was amazing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was amazing. Is that the second time he's been booked? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> it is, isn't it? Like, yeah, I'm sure it is. Did he get booked last season, though? It was no, last this, season. Was, I was think it? it was against Gillingham. I thought he got booked this season. Maybe. Uh, John Guthrie scored, Neil. Yes, yeah. yeah. He he seems like a nice chap as well. Going by his interview afterwards, I'd sit. I'd, I think I'd have a cup of tea with John. John Guthrie. Guthrie. I'd have a Battenberg. Yeah, but yes. Battenberg. Yeah. Oh. Battenberg. Cup of tea. Yeah. Nice little chat. We'd have a nice time. Yeah, we'd have a lovely little time. Yeah, a great finish as well, wasn't it? 
Yeah, I mean, if that was a little bit further out, you know that what well, that was. That you, I did. I, I contemplated sending a WhatsApp about it and thought, no, you can't. Not from essentially what was the edge of the six yard box. <laughs> <laughs> but look, thwacked it. He thwacked it. It was a lovely finish. <laughs> um, a, a nice surprise. He meant it. He did mean it, didn't he? But um, nice, nice celebrations after the goal as well. With every, all, almost every single player, I think, going over to the fans and celebrating with them. I saw someone kissed Danny Rose. I don't know who it was, but kissed, he got completely rose, hey? yeah, literally. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, they so, were obviously. Um, I saw Chris Chris Lyons giving Danny Rose a bit of jip on Twitter. Uh, friend, As in friendly the Chris jip. Lines. The Chris Lyons, yeah, friendly mm. jip. But <laughs> quoted the picture and said, "What a shock to see you getting involved," or something like that, which I thought was quite <laughs> nice. Um, and actually, to your point, Jeffy, obviously you were at the Forest Green game and Danny Rose was winding up their fans and vice versa. That same thing happened against Newport, didn't it? Mm-hmm. They, he was having a torrid old time from their fans, but he was giving as good as he got, which is nice. Yeah, no, I, I like D- Danny Rose is bringing something different to what he did last year. And I think he's got a little bit more freedom. And I think this idea that I know Brady mentioned this when he first took over, it was that all the players were basically covering for everybody else's mistakes, which translates as basically everyone was just covering for Mitchell and Bolger, but we'll, ju- we'll just leave that aside. Um, <laughs> and I think that because they have that freedom and because they have that trust in each other, especially last night, it was really evident because people like Kiyoki could run on the wing and it that he weren't going to get caught because somebody else was doing their job in the right place. And I think that's so important because if you haven't got that, Tuesday nights like Newport aren't so easy. And it wasn't easy already, if that makes sense. So we were already with our, we had our backs against the wall really fighting for it. But I think it works. And no, I don't think there's many people that would be disgruntled by that as long as you can see that it's a work in progress, right? No, I think the best thing yeah. I can say is it they look like they're enjoying it. Yeah. The, the players, which I think is a big thing. I mean, you, could, you could tell numerous times they didn't look like they were enjoying it under Keith Curl. Um, <laughs> and obviously we weren't a lot of the time. Um, but they do, they genuinely look like they're, they're enjoying their football, which I think is, mm. is massively important because um, that's, that's how you're going to get the best out of people, right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, must say, Scott Bennett, wish you well. I, I don't know what the yeah. injury's like, but um, that Ooh, looked yeah. a pretty horrendous one, didn't it? Yeah, it looked a bad um, one. It, it seemed a bit innocuous because Kabamba almost scored and you turned around and seen this player on the ground. I think it must have been how he landed, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah, was. It yeah. Looked like from the replays, yeah. I, I mean, I personally didn't watch the replays. I, don't, I hate watching things like that. It's horrific. But I just think as well that it, the human element of football is is so important to recognise, isn't it? Because effectively, we could have had a free shot there with a player on the ground, and yeah. not not yeah. one single player even thought about it. You know, um, it was Kabamba like started waving straight away. Didn't yeah, he? you could see there was something re- really wrong. Coming off the bench, uh, who I completely forgot was there, and this started getting me worried again. Big Kevin Ellison <laughs> still going. Yeah, how, how old is he now? Six five hundred and six or something ridiculous. <laughs> Oh, just just seeing he, he's just one of those players who it feels like he scores every time he plays us. He's morphing into he Gollum. Think, oh, God. He is. It just feels like he's just he's gonna score. But he didn't. He there. didn't, Danny. He didn't. He didn't. Sam had him in his pocket, didn't he? <laughs> Sam had a, a pretty cracking game. Did I tell you how he, old yeah. Ellison actually is? Is he forty two? He's forty two. Ridiculous. It's mad, isn't it? Yeah. Playing in League Two at forty two. Forty two. Gosh. Gives everyone hope, doesn't it? Yeah, I tell you what, 
Get still your boots chan- on, lads. Yeah, still time. Another little bit of a talking point. Neil, why does John Brady hate substitutes? Please. Um, I, I mean, I'm not, clo- I'm not close <laughs> enough to John Brady to... To have that insight, I don't know. It's one of them things. Don't find out. (laughs) I didn't do my research, right? Um, (laughs) It's one of them things that is a little bit frustrating. Um, But on the flip side, I know we were moaning about it a bit last night, weren't we? And saying you need to make a change. And I think we touched on it earlier as well. And there is that element. You probably should try and impact the game a little bit earlier. But we're third in the table. We've kept five clean sheets. We're doing pretty well. Is he wrong? I don't know. No, I don't think he's wrong. I just think it's becoming a little bit of a thing where it's coming maybe about 10 minutes too late, I think. Yeah. And it could have have gone Mm. the wrong way. But I think from this one, it's probably down to the fact he probably knew there was going to be a load of injury time. Yeah, I think that contributed, didn't it? Yeah, he knew there was going to be a bit of extra. And Not 12 minutes, minutes though. It's nuts. I mean, I'm pretty sure the guy went down for 10, for like no, five. No, he was, five, he was probably he? five, and then there was probably another couple maybe. So you'd say maybe seven. Twelve. 12. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen that much. I don't think I ever have. There's been, yeah. Yeah, I've seen a couple of games. I don't think at Cobblers, but there's been a couple on TV, hasn't there? Where there's been... Yeah. I think there was 21 at one point on a one game. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's a so solid crew in charge of <laughs> Oh, that was seconds. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it did. It did give Sam Hoskins, though, the chance oh. to almost produce a Tuesday night special. I say almost. Um, wasn't really almost, was it? There was, was a moment. Halfway line effort. Yeah, <laughs> a moment where he thought, David Beckham, Wayne Rooney, about, Sam Hoskins. It was, <laughs> it was about, what was it, about five minutes into... Yeah, time. yeah, there he just looks up. His little face lit up, didn't it? You know the worst thing about it. I've don't. I genuinely have no issue with him trying it. You know, at that point, in that point in the game, fair enough. He saw the, saw the keeper off the line. He tried to do it. It's a tough thing to do, right? The, the worst thing about it was, I think Tim Oglethorpe on the commentary went, "Oh, that's not a bad effort at all." Like, he even said, "Oh, he's tested the keeper." I mean, come on. Like it tested the keeper. The keeper was fifteen yards away. It bounced, and the keeper just caught it. Like it wasn't a test. Like to be fair, though, that keeper that probably was a test. He wasn't. (laughs) Yeah, hang on. Can we solid? Was he? Can we address this? We're going to address this. We were in to sign him. I'm sure a little while ago. I can't remember what season it is, but the irony behind that and the fact that we didn't sign him and how appalling he is. And the fact that how bad our keeper was last year and the comparison that we may well have had to have had we have signed him. Can you imagine if we had him and Mitchell in the same squad? Oh. I mean, their keeper, he had a case of the Jonathan Mitchells, didn't he? He, kept he did, out, he did. He did. <laughs> bad case of the Mitchells. <laughs> and the thing, yeah. the thing is, our keeper is so solid. I mean, we, I've said it now, but he just is, it's like Adam Smith again, isn't it? Oh. I know that's a bold statement. What did he do last summer? He likes his uh, mm -hmm, being... mm -hmm. (laughs) Is that what you're saying, Jeffy? Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. It's a video. (laughs) It's not allegedly, Danny. But um, it's Joe Day, isn't it? Ah, Joe Day. He seems to have been around for years, but um, definitely felt like he was a keeper who's not really comfortable with what they're doing. I think they've changed their style a little bit and he's, he's not too happy with it, I don't think. Well, Oglethorpe said that he, they're a team in transition, aren't they? Whatever that means. In yes. terms of the transition of, of the style of play and stuff, yeah. Mm. Uh, but I'm going to go back to my new favourite, John Guthrie, for two seconds. So go on, Danny, stats. you go for it. Oh, oh Statman Danny. Bloody hell. 
This is from, from the Near Post on Twitter. Oh. So this is John Guthrie v. Newport. Touches 46. Yeah, one every two minutes, yeah, yeah, not bad. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Well, plus 12. Uh, 31 passes. Good. Yeah. 11 clearances. Nice. Yeah. Four aerials won. Oh. I assume that means headers, not <laughs> enter a raffle. He's got a bloody good reception. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, two shots, one goal, and a clean sheet. Oh, lovely, Jimmy. Hey, that's not a bad Tuesday night's work, is it? Better than mine. Nah, he's a good Tuesday lad, isn't he, old Guthers? It depends, old though, Guthers. doesn't it? I mean, when it says aerials 1 4, what happens if he went up for 20? I <laughs> know oh, he didn't. <laughs> he had a good game and he didn't. But... He did. But he's uh, he's definitely the one at the minute, and he's going to. He's, he's going to form that connection oh, with the fans. He, he's the one. He's going to be. Yeah, he's, he's going to be the one. The punch mm. in the air, and yeah, yeah. It, and he's got a good there. name, John Guthrie. He's a solid name as well. Yeah, proper yes. name. I tell you what, we need to know his middle name. We do. Should we find out? I tell you what. I tell you. I know oh, what's his name. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> hey, it's almost. It was almost made for this moment. Oh, incredible, Jeffy. Go on, Neil. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you. His full name is Jonathan Neil Guthrie. <laughs> There you Obviously go. Obviously, had to be, didn't it? Basically, my brother. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, dear. Right, I think that's enough about Newport. Yeah, good. Yeah, I think we've got everything out of that we can yeah. do. Oh, no, one more thing. I did enjoy Newport. They seem to have some yellow Astro turf around the edge of the pitch. Yes, I was. I loved, I well, not loved, I liked it. Yeah, it's I drainage, it. isn't it? Is that what it is? Yeah. I think because they've got this, like, it's almost like a synthetic pitch now, I think. Because um, they had so many problems with the old um, egg chasers. They they their pitch got like basically ruined, so it's it's like a special pitch so that um they can both play both sports. I think this could be wrong. Sorry if it is Newport. I'm sure you're listening. Well, fuck um, <laughs> but the yellow stuff, I think it's drainage. Yeah, well, I, I, I liked it. I thought it looked good, and I'd like to see it at Cobblers some claret astro turf around the edge of the pitch, and then I'd like to see some claret and white goal nets. Oh, that'll be oh, immense. Get yeah. Get that done. But I know I've, I've raised it before with Kelvin Thomas, and he prefers white goal nets because he's a bit of a traditionalist. Yeah. So there you go. Uh, who yeah. ha- was it? Was it yesterday that it was a. a no, it's Forest Green, a black netting. Yeah, I don't like black netting. Yeah. Because that different. was all the rage at one point. Do you remember it when. Yeah, yeah. Like in the Champions League and stuff, and it might, it might for doddery old me, it made it hard for me to work out that there was actually a net there at times. Well, if you're hard <laughs> of seeing, no, that's not the right phrase. If you're partially sighted, I could see that would be quite a challenge. Mm, mm. But like Brentford used to have, I don't know if they have at their, their new ground, but they used to have red and white netting, didn't they? Mm, I, I quite like it. Pla- I quite like places, claret and white. Places like Cheltenham, because Cheltenham's ground is so, their pitch is like basically inside the stand so they have those re- do you know those really narrow goals they yeah. i'm not a fan of them either oh no i don't know it's like the dell yeah yeah the yeah. Dell. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 the ball whenever the ball a, a, a thunder thwack if you will would always yeah. Oh, 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 yeah it would always be bouncing straight out of them anyway yeah newport three points top of the league no not top of the league we're third in the league we're, we're getting carried away we're third <laughs> we're third I'm sorry while we're, we're not top while we're discussing that we're third can i just remind everybody who predicted mm-hmm. us to finish third this season? I know it's early days, so but I'll take it at the moment. You did. Yeah, there you go. Well done. So, what did finish, you predict, Danny? Finish the season. Um, I th- something like seventh or eighth. I think. Yeah, I put seventh. Tenth, maybe tenth. I maybe. put seventh. Oh no, eighth. I got did Charles have us twenty fourth? He he did. It absolutely did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I had Salford twenty fourth. That's going well. 
<laughs> but I think that was through hatred of Salford, wasn't it? No. Oh, oh no, right, sorry. <laughs> with, with genuine insight. Neil. Oh, right, sorry. It's <laughs> all right. You crack on. You just insult my predictions. <laughs> hey, they're usually better than mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, good stuff. Right, we'll be back after this. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers to Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. I love, I love the fact that the advert mentions high standards. <laughs> and there's us lot on, today. On today's <laughs> one that, of all ones. <laughs> is that a uh, false advertising? Yeah, we might get pulled up on it. <laughs> off pod. Off pod on. Uh, but you know what? I don't think we will after this because we've got a new jingle. Oh. So this is going to bring everything back. This is like John Guthrie smashing in a winner oh. to send us third Come in the on. league. This. Come on. Okay. This is from... Gareth and Valerie. Neil's post bag, Neil's post bag. Send an email, write a letter. Carry a pigeon and deliver. Neil's post bag, Neil's post bag. Address your missives to itsallcobblers at gmail.com and please don't be beastly. <laughs> that is brilliant outstanding that Smash may it. that may of all the jingles oh, of all theresa may of all the jill oh, don't mention that of all the jingles <laughs> we've had not just on this one on the euros uh, podcast as well that might i'm not gonna lie that might be my favorite wow, it's in it's in there it's in the mixer uh neil you've got some messages for us yeah yeah it's always nice to get some listener feedback shall we say and some listener messages Feed it. Beat it. Um, who do you want first? We've got, I'll tell you what, you've got uh, Lewis B, Mike Peacock, Gareth, Ben Barker, Finn, Blackmill Cobbler. Who do you fancy? Well, let's go, let's go Louis B, Lewis B. Louis B. So he uh, he popped us a little, little message on Slack, just short and sweet, but it makes perfect sense. Uh, so this is what people call defensively solid. Makes a nice change from last season. <laughs> it absolutely does. Can't argue with that. Does what it says on the tin. Factually accurate. I wholeheartedly agree. <clears throat> uh, Mike Peacock has been in touch. Here. He says, "Not sure we've solved the creativity issue yet, but a huge performance nonetheless." I think that's pretty much what we've been saying earlier. Mm-hmm. It's, we've still got issues up front, but it's not like major, major issues because of the Sterling work at the back four, Raheem. five. Yeah, Raheem. Let's call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've got Gareth. He- Popped up on Twitter. Uh, we're getting good at grinding out results while not playing well. Heaven help any teams that catch us on a good day. That said, our defence is the key. And the one time our central defensive partnership was broken up, we got tonked. Maybe an area to strengthen in January, which I think is... It's a good, there's a couple of good points in that. I think if it does suddenly start clicking going forward, then we could be pretty dangerous, right? Um, and... Yeah, I think we probably do need to strengthen, don't we, with, with Sid Vicious out for a while. 
<laughs> well, we've got the other lad in who wasn't even on the bench last night. I, I forgot about him. Yeah, <laughs> the one yeah, the guy from Villa. Villa. Yeah, Villa, yeah, He's just disappeared. That's a, a mystery. Yeah, it might be one of these. He just never sees light of day. Yeah, He's actually yes, just a pigment of our imagination. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Who was the other one? Him in. Him back. Uh, Jeffy Ben Barker, have you got the? I have indeed. I've, I'm, I've organised myself now. Right, it says, <clears throat> and I really like this comment. So well done, Ben Barker. Our defence is winning us games at the moment. Um, we, they were unbelievable. However, if either Guthrie or Horsfall gets injured, we're in trouble. Lacking creativity in midfield with two sitters, if we can start scoring a few more goals, we have a real chance. I really agree with that, but I think it's really interesting, the comment about Guthrie and Horsfall, because when Horsfall got... Did he get suspended? He did, didn't he? Um, we looked a different team. Well, that's what um, Gareth said. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's so important that we just make sure that we keep that going and, and going strong. But, you know, the creativity will come. And, and Brady said about it, didn't he? He said it, it, we, it's, got, it's got to take time. Um, it's almost like a revolution, isn't it? it and a, a club-wide rev, club, club revolution, not just the playing I would style. Like, I would like to call it an evolution rather than a revolution. Oh, probably the wrong road. road so. <laughs> wrong. <laughs> No, you're probably Wrong right. Word. I just, just sorry. Feel like revolution's a bit, a bit big. Yeah, but we could be Premier League in three years if you think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the trust. <laughs> uh, moving on. Yeah, uh, Finn. <laughs> Finn tweeted us just to say I'm loving life right now. Don't oh, know whether Finn. that's to do with the cobblers, could, but could be or, anything. Or, but whatever it is, I'm, I'm really happy, Finn. Yeah, Come lovely. on. Love that kind of message. Just love and love. Oh, nice. And Blackmill Cobbler got in touch to say, great to see the defence remain solid throughout. Throughout? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Horsfield, Guthrie, Liam Roberts all played really solidly. Nicky Kabamba, Danny Rose worked hard too. Just need that little bit of luck. The first time of watching town in two years. Progress in motion. Like well world done, in boys. motion. Nice. Yeah. yeah, lovely. I wish you'd release a single called Progress in Motion. <laughs> I, I like I, the, the little bit of luck as well with a little bit of luck. We yeah. can make it. Yeah. We can make it through the night. There you yeah. go. See, we yeah. need we uh, need to mention Liam Roberts. I think. I think it, we can't we can't mention this defence without Liam Roberts. I know we've said it, kind of in passing, but it, it's just another level, isn't he? That save right at the end when it was pretty much underneath him, and he still managed to get hold of it. He's he's just a different class, I think. And I think we've our comparison is fairly low, so we didn't have to do a lot to be better. But he just is so commanding, and and I think that's why the defence is working so well and why people are really raving about the defence is if you trust your keeper, you can defend. You don't trust your keeper, you're mopping up his mistakes, which is what Horsfall did all year last year. Yeah. So, yeah, I think he's brilliant. Yeah, He didn't come with that much fanfare either, did he? He came with a bit of, like, we're not sure which one's going to be number one, but it's pretty clear now. If he puts Max in instead, there'll be a riot. (laughs) Good Of tractors. Yeah. Up the M5, M4, A420. (laughs) When you said up the M5 there, I thought you said, oh, up up the M5, like you were supporting it. (laughs) Anyway, we've had a couple of late tweets as well that didn't make it into the mailbag, but I've captured them before they've gone in. Uh, John O. Marston says, I want to know all the people moaning on Saturday and where they've gone. They've gone very quiet now. Yeah, A couple of them didn't. A couple of them still stuck around. So. I, I kind of think, though, with the, I think we let it go really stupidly really on Saturday so we you're entitled to have that 
that opinion because I, I personally wasn't particularly impressed with the way we played. Second half was was woeful, really. And it was what Sean described actually as hopeful in terms of oh. it was just hit and hope. And if we've gone all hopeful, he said, and it was a case of we weren't actually thinking about what we were doing. And actually, it happened one occasion last night where Neil saw this because he put it in the chat. McWilliams just literally, and I don't think, you know, yeah, and he just didn't even look, did he? And it's not just him, by the way. We're not just pointing him out because it's just something that I've remembered. And it was like that for a lot of the second half. So you you have those moments and you have those games. They're always going to happen, especially when you're playing in League Two. But I think it's the way that you deal with them. And I think the way we dealt with it and the way we performed, we performed solidly. I don't actually think we performed particularly well. I think we performed solidly against Newport. We have to build on that. And we have to, once we've gone 1-0 up, get another. I think it's okay, to, it's okay to have a moan when we've lost. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, I agree. Like, I, don't, I know some people do take it to the extreme, but... You know, we've lost a game of football. We expect fans to be like, ah, well, next one. Maybe we'll win the next one. Like, you know, fans react immediately, especially immediately after the game on social media. You're going to get people being annoyed and frustrated that we've lost and and not necessarily looking at it in a realistic viewpoint. I kind of get the irony of moaners, someone moaning about moaners. Like, you know, you're <laughs> going to get you're going to get fans that react yeah, to sure. to a loss in a negative light, and you're going to get fans that react to a victory in a too positive light, if that makes sense, and think we're, we're suddenly going to walk the league and stuff. You, know, you should have a bit of a balance both sides, right? That's that's the aim. Like, you know, If we've lost a game of football, there's a reason for it. We probably haven't been at our best, and there's things that could improve and stuff. I think it's okay to call that out and stuff. Like, it's, you know, you're going to get that. That's part of football. Yeah, I agree. And I also think as well that... I actually have this conversation a lot. I've got a friend that's an Exeter City fan, very much like like us guys here, through and through Exeter fan, you know, goes home and away. And he actually says that being being a basically what we describe as your your bang average League Two football team, probably not going much further than League Two and League One. It's a real grounder because you spend your life dealing with disappointment. So when the joyful moments come along, you really embrace them. And I think we're so used to disappointment that we almost don't really know how to react when we build something really well and we win and, you know, really good things are happening. And that journey, feel we're quite impatient, aren't we, as a, as a breed of humans, football fans, because we want it immediately. And I think that sense of disappointment. We always feel like we're going to be disappointed, even if it doesn't happen. We still feel like, oh, we'll probably lose next week. Do you know what I mean? We always expect the worst. And I think that's part of it. A bit like Neil said, it's part of football. Yeah. Uh, the joy brings us on to the last message we got from Northampton Town, Turkey. It actually just says, the fact that we're third in the league and them lot second from bottom in their league makes me deliriously joy- jovial, <laughs> which is... Yeah, sums it up quite nicely. I have to say, I had a great. We had a great moment in the car on the way back from Forest Green. We got out of the uh, the giant hill out of Forest Green. Got in the car just in time for the five o'clock scores. A bit doom and gloom because we'd lost. And up pops Sheffield United six, <laughs> Peterborough United two. And the joy, the joy in the car was just an extreme level. The only good thing, the only good thing about Posh going up. Is that they always they're going to come down? I'm <laughs> straight back down again. And you just have a season of them getting beat and gubbed all the time. It's great. Yeah, fuck them. 
Sorry, Nathan. No, I was going to say on on the scores on the radio, does it, on on Sports Report, does it still have the tune? Love that. Yeah. I can't get rid of that. <laughs> yeah. They can't. Does it still have that? No. I don't know how it goes on. Oh. As you might have guessed. <laughs> no, it, you're almost there. I'm not musical, so. Well, no, I, nor am I, but you're almost there. No, but I can't. You kind of know, don't you? Yeah. It will like, never be the same as Graham Alexander Arnold, though. Alec, no, is that his name? Graham Alexander Arnold. Alexander Bell and Trent Alexander Arnold. <laughs> I've, me- I've merged two different humans <laughs> oh together. <my> oh my lord. Graham <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Arnold. Oh my I love god. it. I knew who I meant and everybody else knew who I meant, but I just didn't say, <laughs> say the word. It's just so natural to say the next word, isn't it, after Alexander? He's just oh, everywhere, but yeah, that voice is it's just incomparable, isn't it? That's iconic, yeah. Iconic. Good stuff. Uh, so speaking of other scores, let's go around League Two, shall we? Could we do a quick tour? Well, round the grounds of League Two. Round the grounds. This is mainly from the weekend, but uh, Stephen Quinn's got a six game ban. Neil, six? You've, oh, you've had, you've, had, you've had a few six game bans. What Neil. did he do Quinny. again? Quinny. Yeah, or Quinny boy. He um. Well, there was a foul. He got sent off for a three match ban, and then he did something off the ball. I think. Oh. Oh. Afterwards, oh. or on the way off, or something like that. Or, mm. so six game ban. Oh, I've never had a six game ban, and and you think not very much. No, I've had a no. I've had a couple of red cards in my time, but uh, yeah. not a six gamer. No six gamers. No. L- longest ban in history. Yeah, <laughs> like Sam Oskin's longest <laughs> suspension. <laughs> and uh, old uh, old Sutton Sutton United picked up their first ever EFL win. They Jeff did at the weekend. Yeah. They did. That Pete was Stevenage. great. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. Really good. Poor Stevenage old. Uh, Joey Barton's side are not not too tricky, are they? Sutton actually won again last night as well. Yeah, they did, didn't they? Yeah, two in a row. That looked a bit Hartlepool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, first and second. Yeah, look, they're flying now. Mm. Flying odds, Chrissy Sutton. <laughs> Get him in. Um, uh, Keith Cole not doing as well. He's uh, not having a nice time, Keith, is he? He's not having a great He's not time. Having a bit, and I do puzzle. feel a bit sorry for him now. Yeah. Uh, it was a little bit funny at first, but now I feel... Oh, I like to think that puzzle we gave him. Remember, we, <laughs> like he's got it in his drawer, in his desk at Oldham. <laughs> and sometimes he just opens it and looks at it. <laughs> and says, oh, the good days. It's the good old days. Yeah. People, these idiots brought me a puzzle. Yeah. <laughs> I think, right, what's happened is he's got his puzzle out and then the, the, the players have been, uh, let's describe them as mischievous and they've hidden all the pieces so we can't put it together. I reckon well, that's what happened. He could put happened. it together together when he was with us, let alone... <laughs> he did, though. He basket did case just that one day. Oh, poor Oldham. Poor Keith. I feel more sorry for Keith than do for Oldham, I think. Yeah, because Keith don't deserve it. He's a good bloke. I love Keith. He has his footballing faults, but he also has great things, that great ideas that, that some when they come off, they're great. Rarity. It's like, it's like a kindly uncle that you really love. Yeah. Just like going and getting married to a knobhead, isn't it? It's like see it going downhill, but poor that, Keith. That took a turn. Didn't he? Yeah, not, I'm not. That's not real life. That's just you know, just an example. Yeah. <laughs> I all my only takeaway from that is that you're calling Keith Curl a knobhead. No, 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 no. Which is unbelievably rude. Him, no, no. Well, I've, I've took it the wrong way, but I'm going to stick with it. You are. take a lot of things wrong, the wrong way. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's teams who are doing worse off than us, and we can all laugh at. Them. <laughs> 
we don't usually do this, but let's let's have a preview. Why not? Oh, yeah. You know, Charles yeah. isn't there. Yeah, get it. Close to the weekend. Yes. It's close enough to the weekend, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's an early kickoff, Neil, so let's get it in that, early. This is what I was going to say. Neil, Hi. you need to ask me the question. Does Pele? No, not that one. Oh. About the time. Oh, yeah, yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Who are we playing? At Swindon. Where is it? At Sixfields Stadium. Not the PTS anymore. IOP. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, they've not had a nice time, the PTS, have they? Um, uh, and what time's kickoff? It is, you've you got to listen carefully, Neil. Yeah. 2. Ooh. 2 p.m. 2 p.m. It's a 2 p.m.er. Yeah. Why is it a 2 p.m.er? Uh, assuming rugby related. Saints. It's the first game of the yeah. Premiership season. Well, I'm, I'm down the Saints Friday night for a party. Oh. Ooh, kind of party. Yeah, party, a work party. Oh. Yeah. So I'll... Uh, I was going to say I'll do something, but I don't mind the Saints, so I'll do, I will do absolutely nothing. <laughs> Sabotage. Yeah. I quite like um, them. So. Top of the table, Clash. This is Swindon. Is it? What, 3rd v 8? Is that the loosest <laughs> top of the table Clash? <laughs> it's, well, if you count the playoffs. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, I'll give you yeah. that. Yeah. They've, uh, they've been taken over from an, by an Aussie called Clem Morfuni. What uh, a name. That's a great name. Yeah, he's been driving around the streets of Swindon on a bus. Has he? Trying to drum up some yeah, trying to drum up some support. He's been pouring pints for fans in the teams in the uh, in the bar before the game. Um, I'm quite concerned about this to... use of a bus, Danny. Yeah, right, because yeah, he's going to be causing big disturbances in Swindon if he's going around on a bus with all those roundabouts. Oh yeah, yeah the magic roundabouts. Yeah, maybe he's just going around all the roundabouts on a bus. What does it face on it? What does it say on the side of the bus? It doesn't say anything about 350 million, does it? Or 650 million? <laughs> I hope not. No, I don't think so, no. Okay. No, I think he's just, he's just trying to he's trying to sell tickets to people in Swindon by going around on a bus. I mean, it, um, I mean you've got to respect it, it, but it seems a yeah. bit desperate. <laughs> it's... <laughs> Can you imagine Calvin Thomas driving around... <laughs> <laughs> a double deck around the town. He wouldn't. Do Come on, lads. That. Come on. Anyone? No. Anyone? No. He wouldn't do. Don't that. think Calvin would do that. No, I can't see him no. do it. No. He went to play cricket as well. The, the owner. Oh, did he? The local cricket club. Yeah. He's uh, so he's trying to endear himself to the locals, basically. Bed himself oh, into the culture. Yeah. Well, fair play. Fair yeah. play. Great name. Great enthusiasm. Can't. You've got to respect it, haven't you? You have. Yeah, got of course you have. You know, fair play yeah. to him. Getting involved and. Immersing himself in the locals—that's good. And also, <laughs> not only that, they'd have gone worse <laughs> without him. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, yeah, it's something. Next yeah. time we have uh, Kelvin Thomas on, we'll have to question him. Look, why haven't you been driving around in a bus? <laughs> Get on that bus, Kelvin. Why haven't you been up Brixworth for a game of cricket? Uh, <laughs> we can't have him on a bus, though. That go- defeats my entire purpose in life. He needs to be an attractor. What I want to see is Kelvin Thomas doing a kids' Christmas party while Kelvin Thomas is dressed up as Gru <laughs> from the Minions to to count minions, okay. to counteract this oh. Clem guy. Not massively Christmassy though. Is it? No, but it's a good point. Maybe not Christmas. <laughs> Maybe not Christmas. Maybe it's the the pod anniversary party. Yeah, we'll get him dressed up as Gru. Oh, Sam Hoskins is a minion, obviously. <laughs> and Danny Rose. And Danny Rose, yeah. Yeah, Danny Rose. Is it called Kev, the minion that causes all the trouble? Kevin, yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's Danny Rose. Oh, by the way, we need to make sure, please, Danny Rose and Sam Hoskins get in contact as to whether you can swim. I need this information. Yeah, it's not been answered yet. No, it's not. I'm I'm, I'm appealing to Northampton Town Football Club. You need to get in touch. The bathtub race is in jeopardy here, if you don't let me know whether they can swim. 
Neil, you missed all this. I've sort of enjoyed it though. So and it's just it's my sort of conversation. So I'm I'm all for it. Let us know. <laughs> Are we um, allowed to make predictions? Yes. Charles what, is not exactly, here. There's no rules. Exactly. I mean, this is me as the supply teacher asking what your teacher usually does. Our teacher usually lets us make predictions of the goal of the final result, who scores the goals, yeah. whether there'll be any ready red. Cards ready and the, cards. ready, ready cards break. and ready <laughs> like steady ready go and the attendance and the attendance doesn't and also well, he, 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 the, the the usual teacher doesn't mind if we want to try and predict the weather for the for the game as well oh go for it then Neil you go first okay yeah uh, oh. so who are we playing Swindon Swindon two o'clock six fields okay yep yeah, good uh, I will go I tell you what I'm going to go four all cool. Oh. That's early in the season for a full four all. Four all. <coughs> Who's hitting the goals? <sighs> Stitch myself up here, haven't I? Um, you have. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Guthrie with one. Obviously. Yeah. Top scorer. Yeah, yeah. A uh, uh, one for. I think Sowerby will get one. Mm. And then uh, two for Sam Hoskins. Oh, brace. He doesn't often get a brace. Yeah, it's his, it's his day on, on, on Saturday. And I'll tell you why it's his day on Saturday, Charles. Uh, Danny, sorry. Is because it's going to be a hailstorm during the game and Sam Hoskins, <laughs> he loves hail. He does. He well, it's got quite a lot of pace as well. <laughs> <laughs> so attendance. What's going to happen with the attendance? Attendance is going to be 5,238. It, apparently they've sold out their allocation, haven't they? Sweetie? Five thousand seven hundred and thirty-eight. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffy, uh, for with? for Saturday, Swindon yeah, two, two p.m. <laughs> right. So I reckon we're gonna win five nil. Oh, and yeah. Ali Kawiki's gonna score all five. Ah, yeah. And the attendance, the attendance is gonna be a full house sellout. Set out, wow! Yeah, set out six fields. Wow, yeah, set out six fields. Sold out. Hey, I tell you what, though, you say that you know, thinking about it, but they don't usually have the police doing football duty anymore because most of the time, especially in League Two, it's just left to the stewards and stuff, and they just send a couple of um, PCSOs along. However, my wife, who is in the police, is uh, on football duty on Saturday, and they've got uh, no another... way. Is she yeah. in the ground? <laughs> she's going to be at oh, six we fields. Love yeah, Polly. she's going to be up there on, on the van. Go on, she, Polly. Uh, she's given me strict instructions to behave myself. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine her just yanking you out. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Literally, Sorry, you're my husband. for fuck's sake, Neil. <laughs> <laughs> Every bloody time, show me up. <laughs> oh, I love uh, that. I love Polly. What a legend she is. Go but on, that, Polly. That is because it's it's what is deemed and classed as a as a big game. She said to me earlier, actually, she said, oh, I'm doing football duty on Saturday. Apparently, the Swindon fans fight a lot. And I was like, I don't, I don't think they do. Well, I think, I don't necessarily think it's, because, well, it might be. She's got more inside info than we have. But I mean, if it's a sellout their end, and from what the club are saying, it looks like a lot of tickets have gone our end. It's a 2 p.m. kickoff, so you're going to get more people going anyway. So I think actually you're probably right to send a, a few of the plot down there. Are we allowed to say that word? Is that an offence? I hope it's not. Well, yeah, you're going to get arrested. <laughs> well, they're going to come and get me. Yeah, they're on the way. They're on the way. Lock myself in my tractor. Yeah, the rural crime police yeah. will turn up on their horses yeah. and tractors because we actually have police tractors here. I don't know if I should have said that police stuff. It's not giving anything away, has it? 
No, I don't think so. It's just, there's going to be some police there. There's going to be some police there. One that you happen to know quite yeah, well. No, that's okay. Yeah, I'll double check. So. I'll double check with her. Yeah, uh, I'm going to go for uh, one nil win. Oh, oh, sticking to the George Graham esque. Oh, yeah, George Graham. He'll, he'll be there. <laughs> he'll be there. He'll have heard things. He'll have heard things. He'll, he'll be right there. Like, oh, I'm going to catch this team. He seems to be winning by the by the odd goal. I take. So, I mean, he might get a little bit too excited and get kicked out. But um, one nil win. Um, I'm going to go for. A goal from Nicky Kabamba. Ooh. Go on, Kabamba. Stooping at the back post, he will be. To head in the winner. He's going to head up. Yeah. Head in the winner. Has Kabamba scored for us? He's no, scoring. not in the league. Uh, no, not yet. No. No. Has he not scored at all? Is he in the No, it's a Tante in the league cup, wasn't it? Didn't he score in the. No. Baz scored on the first day, didn't he? Ah, yeah. Yeah. Basically, what's happened to Baz? Has he. He's because he's not really shown much, has he? You sound like, like you're surprised, surprised Jeffy. <laughs> <laughs> What's happened to our free scoring? Yeah, Why is he? Oh no, no, he is still shit. Basically, is what we're saying. <laughs> I was trying to be polite. But... <laughs> no, don't be. <laughs> oh, I imagine he's Neil, we... he's just scrambling. Sorry, I imagine he's just scrambling, still oh. trying not to fall over. Constantly, yeah. Actually. Mm, but Atete's a bit like oh, that as well, though. No, Atete's got something about him. He, he no, I know. I, I agree. Atete's got a bit about him, but he needs to stay on his feet a bit more. Mm. Bit yeah, hungrier. Maybe. Be hungrier. Get on your feet. <laughs> Be hungrier. Yeah, have a you know, have a you know, just proper proper get into him. Good, mm. Neil. We've got any more anything any other business to add? Oh, this is like a work meeting and AOBs. Um, <laughs> no. No, I don't think I have. No. Any, any noises you want to make before? No. Before yeah, Jeffy, you got anything? <laughs> oh, I've got um, watch oh, it news. Oh, love a bit of watch it news. It was 1940s weekend this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was going to be one of them stories. It was 1945. <laughs> what did they have a 1940s week? It was 1940s weekend. In yeah, so they it. have. Oh, it's great. So basically, we decorate the town as if it was the uh, Second World War. And what the fuck? <laughs> And there's loads loads of like classic cars and they put sandbags outside all of the shops and they put like a replica of like uh, Second World War, um, like artifacts. Um, And they have all like the um, Vera Vera Lynn songs, the band play Vera Lynn on the Esplanade. Oh, it's Oh, it's amazing. Well, and it's great. quite nice, mate, actually. Honestly, it's great. Oh, everyone dresses up in like 1940s. So everyone like gets dressed up in like the, the snazzy dresses and stuff with the bright lipstick and, and the men wear like proper 1940s attire. And it, it, it is a brilliant weekend. We had a crack in time. Good. Good. Yeah. I, Good stuff. I have got another a, an AOB. Go for it. My dog, Luna. Mm. Hello, Doggo. Luna. Hello, Luna, if you're listening. Um <laughs> She she entered herself. I want to say she entered herself, but she was in a uh, a dog competition. I don't know what they're actually called. What are they called? Crufts. Crufts. Definitely not Crufts. <laughs> dog of the year. It was at Rotherstorp. <laughs> so definitely not, <laughs> not definitely not Crufts. But she got second in prettiest bitch. Yes. So oh, look at, there you go. Look at that. Yeah, oh. She's got a rosette and everything. Oh, that. that's cute. Yeah, is she cute? She is cute. Yeah, when she's not. I'm terrified. Causing of dogs, carnage. So oh no, she's, she's probably, not. She's no, no, she's terrifying me. 
she wouldn't she's really like she's very she's very gentle and very she's excitable don't get me wrong she's a puppy and she's excitable but she's very friendly with humans and stuff but yes second in prettiest bitch so that's a a proud moment yeah very good and then the second aob that i've got is i attended um the pride event in london on sunday and it was bloody brilliant oh brilliant that's great yeah really good it was had a bloody good time there good stuff that's it enjoyable that's a great way to end yeah love that now Thanks for listening. Uh, for more content from us, visit our website, cobblers2me.com, where you'll find match previews written by myself and Charles. You'll also find our podcast and blogs on the Fan Hub app too. We'll see you next week. Hopefully, we'll be top of that league. Come on, Tal. There's the cup. There's the pictures you'll see on tomorrow's back pages. The Cobblers are going through into Division 1. Bring them on because we deserve it. This podcast is a proud member of the FanHub 100. Football without fans is nothing, so we've partnered with FanHub to put fans first. Search FanHub app to play your part in the journey. Support the podcast on Patreon by joining the It's All Cobblers To Me fan club. Every month, you'll receive access to exclusive bonus content, such as our Meet the Staff series, hear our player interviews before anyone else, and be invited to regular meetups. By joining the fan club, you'll be helping us to continue our sponsorship of NTFC women's player Abby Bruin and enable us to keep the podcast and all our other content going to the high standards you expect. To join the fan club, go to patreon.com forward slash cobblers to me. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.